This is PhotoBizX, episode number 354, and today our special guest shoots video and stills single-handedly for both his wedding and commercial clients. I'm talking about Mark Clarice, and that interview with him is coming up in just a minute. Are you planning to have a successful wedding and portrait photography business? Join Andrew as he interviews successful photographers and business experts to fast track your success. Welcome to the Photo Biz Exposed podcast with your host, Andrew Helmich. Hey, it's Andrew Helmich here from Impact Images and welcome to this episode of the podcast. It's been a crazy week, as you undoubtedly know, and it's hard to know where to start and what kind of approach to take with the Photo BizX podcast, considering the environment that we're in, and also considering where you might be based around the world. Because I know wherever you are, there are different rules in place. And that doesn't only change between countries, it changes between states within countries as well, particularly if you're based in Australia. So I've been giving this whole thing a lot of thought, as I'm sure you are too, certainly in regards to PhotoBizX. That's where I've been focusing some of my thoughts. And I want to talk about a few things that I see or anticipate moving forward uh, in regards to the, the episodes coming out in the next few weeks, six, eight weeks. My plan is to release those as normal. So let's just, I'm, I'm going to stick with what I know best try and deliver the best possible interviews I can to you. Some of these have already been recorded. I'll be releasing those first, unless there's something that needs to take precedence. My plan is to continue as per normal. And of course, the intro and outro, I'll be dedicating to what's happening right now, right this minute, as far as the coronavirus and and our work has been affected. Now, before we move on to to some, some thoughts and ideas, I have set up a special page on the PhotoBizX website. It's a, covo- <laughs> it's a coronavirus resource page. You can find it at photobizx.com forward slash CVR, so for coronavirus resources. And the idea is I'm going to put together any offers, special deals, uh, things that I think you know are, are important for you to see or could be important for you, depending on your situation, and collate these things, these offers, these ideas, these swipe files, whatever they are in one spot. Now, I'm happy for you to let me know if there's something that you feel should be on that page. Shoot me an email. It's andrew at photobizx.com. If you're a premium member, tag me inside the member's Facebook group or post there. If I think it's relevant for other listeners around the world, I'll add it to that page. So things like Anna Sorwin's swipe files from last week, the, the how to create an online course that we shared last week or talked about last week. One of the big things going around was how to save two months payment on your Adobe registra- not registration, on your Adobe subscription fees. It turns out that was something that's always been available. But what I did hear from another photographer based in Sydney, David Stowe, uh, he said he used the chat window to support at Adobe. He mentioned that uh, he's lost a lot of business for the next six months. And they were more than happy to help him out. I believe he got three, four or five months uh, free free subscription to what he was already subscribed to. So, you know, you don't need to take the easy way out and just click your way through and say that you're cancelling to get the, the two months free. Actually write a note to support and you may su- be surprised, be gifted even more in regard to your subscription. So things like that, I'll be adding to that resource page for you. And again, if you feel something should be on that page, please let me know. Now, in regards to special offers, I guess you could call them, I I did talk about a reduced membership, particularly if you are on the $20 per month premium membership for PhotoBizX. I want to do my best to to help you uh, as much as I possibly can with the membership fees. So I've set up a six-month membership for $60, And if you've already paid this month's membership fee of $20, let me know and I'll refund that. Okay, so if you're still on the $20 plan, jump over to the six-month plan. Uh, You're basically going to get that for for $40 if you're changing over from the $20 per month plan. If you are already on the the $120 for 12 months or the $60 for six months, you don't need to do a thing. So this really is for you if you're on the $20 per month plan. Sign up for the six-month plan at photobizx.com forward slash SMS and I'll refund your last $20 payment 
from March. I'm happy to do that and, uh, and make this as affordable and, and help and support you as best I can. In regards to your photography business and, and where you're at right now, again, it's going to depend on where you're based and, and what you're able to continue to do. And that's going to depend on the rules and restrictions placed on you by your, by your government. No matter where you are, there's a good chance that if you're a wedding photographer, a lot of bookings are being rescheduled, uh, possibly being cancelled. There's a real minefield to tread here as far as dealing with your clients and helping them to reschedule. Remember, they're hurting as much as you are. They've had their dreams shattered, if you like, in regards to, to having their dream wedding. They're going to have to postpone and change that. So what's going to happen is you're going to run into a lot of resistance when trying to rebook these couples because they're going to be trying to reschedule their wedding, let's say for 2021. And there's a good chance the venue that they want to book or that they already had booked won't have the date available that you also have available to photograph them. And it's not just you and the reception venue either. It's also going to be the, the celebrant, the, the makeup artist, the hairstylist, the car hire people. I mean, everyone that's involved with the wedding there's a very small chance that everyone is going to be available on the same day as your current client can reschedule to. Remember that they are hurting too. Work with them as best you can. For me personally, what I would be doing, particularly if I was working on my own, I didn't have associate shooters, I would be setting up a network with other local photographers who I trust, who whose style might be similar to mine, certainly who, who treats their clients in the same way that I do. And I would be having a strong discussion with them about how you could help each other. And this could be a group of two, three, four, you know, up to six photographers, if you like. And what I would be proposing is if my couple reschedule, can I book you to shoot my wedding and I'll pay you, let's say for argument's sake, $1,000 to shoot the wedding, give me the files and I'll continue to look after the clients. And I'm happy to do the same for you. So let's try and keep the weddings that we already have booked within our network uh, if we can't service them ourselves because they're changing dates to a date that we already have booked. That's the kind of approach I would be taking, uh, but certainly I would be looking at that before refunding in full or fighting with clients. I mean, it's, it's going to be a real mess there when people start to reschedule and, uh, and calendars don't, don't meet up nicely between the different service providers. So if you can provide a solution for your clients that's going to make it seamless and easy and simple for them. That's the approach I would be taking. Now, obviously, you have to look at pricing and what you're willing to pay the other photographers and what you're happy to be paid for the days that you work. But give that some thought. I haven't heard of anyone talking about this approach. I don't know if it's going to apply or work for you in your particular case, but that's how I would be approaching these uh, these rescheduled weddings and looking to, to keep as many of the, the booked weddings I already had, the clients I already had, on my books, while at the same time, you know, happy to take help from other photographers in my local area and give that help as well to try and um, yeah try and get through this as best we can. For for portrait photographers, if you are a portrait photographer, I mean this is this is going to be really tough again, depending on the rules and regulations uh, being imposed on you right now. Currently in in Australia, it's going to be very tough to to keep shooting. Um, there are some places or some states where you can still keep a, a certain distance from your clients and, and work and shoot. If you can do that, continue to do that. One of the things that I've seen on social media popping up is the Front Steps project. And although this is a, I guess, a, let's say, let's call it a charity type project, but you basically, or the photographers are photographing families on their front doorsteps. There are things like this that you may be able to utilize in your own business and you know you, you approach it like a Facebook ad strategy or a, a book project like Kristen Kidd talked about a few episodes ago. You can get clients in, photograph them and uh, potentially make sales on the back end as well. Again, I'm not saying you need to go out there and capitalize on the Front Steps project, but there are things that will pop up, ideas that will come to you that you'll see, that you'll be inspired by. Don't be afraid to copy and run with those things in your business if you, th if you see that they have potential and they can bring in income. This isn't the time to be worrying about you know, whether you're copying someone else. If there's a potential to, to give your clients, supply your clients with something that they're happy to pay for, then by all means, go out and do that. One of the other things that I'm hearing 
which isn't so good for, I guess, for, for, for people like me providing a service or strategies and tactics, business ideas to photographers is, you know, this, this idea that, oh, now that you have time, that you're at home and you you have to self-isolate, this is a great time to learn, to update your SEO, to update your website, to, to, to learn new things. It's... <laughs> Yeah, it's really easy to say that, but I know that in reality, I mean, look, I had a, I had a message this morning from Anna Hamilton. You know, she thought that she was going to have the, this time up her sleeve to do these things, to, to focus on her business. But, you know, here she is. She's going to be homeschooling for, for who knows how long. And uh, I know that if you're, if you're homeschooling, if you've got your kids at home, there's going to be very little time to get in and work on your business. So it's just, it's a, it's a matter of managing what you can at this time. Do what you can to work on your business so it is ready to go when things do change if you have the time to do that. But don't be afraid to spend the time with your kids and and your family and, and um, you know, look after them. They, they have to be your first priority, obviously. Now, if if money is going to be like a, a major issue, I mean, if it really is going to be a major issue in the short term or even in the, in the mid to long term, if you are renting, the first thing you need to do is contact your landlord. And you, I'm sure you've already done this or you already have this idea or have heard about it, but contact your landlord and see what they can do to, to ease up with uh, the, the rental requirements. Obviously, if you have a home loan, talk to your bank and uh, and don't be afraid, I think I mentioned this last week, to, to do what you have to do to bring in some extra income. You know, I've seen other photography groups, photographers going to work for Costco, uh, doing deliveries and doing you know other things in supermarkets, packing shelves, whatever. Do what you need to do to support your family. And along with that, don't forget there is government assistance. I mean, it's been a little bit slow to come through. I know certainly in the UK and Australia, I don't know what it's like in the US at this stage. I expect there will be government assistance right across the board. Don't be afraid to put your hand up and, and go and grab that assistance uh, if you're entitled to it. I know in Australia it looks like uh, if you're a, if you're a sole trader and the, the main income earner in your household and you've been affected by the coronavirus, it looks like you should be entitled to around a thousand dollars a fortnight. So you know that that's going to be a major help if uh, if things are looking dire. So make those inquiries, get these things started, look after your family as best you can, stay healthy. Let's let's if you're a premium member, let's stay active and supportive inside the members Facebook group. Uh, I've got some ideas that I'm going to be putting to you over the coming weeks. And uh, yeah, I'm here to support you as best I can. I hope I truly hope that this passes quickly. I'm going to feel a lot better when I start to see the the downward curve in the um, in the rates of deaths and infections. Uh, I think we're starting to see that in China, but I mean, I just don't know how true that is. But certainly in places like Italy and Spain, uh, you know, it'd be, it'd be great to see the downturn in their statistics to, to give us some kind of an idea of, you know, when we can expect to see a, a downturn in our own countries. All right, we're going to get on with the, the rest of the show. I mean, there's probably so many other things I could say right now. My, my head is is swimming with thoughts and ideas. I know that yours is the same. I hope, I hope that you feel my approach is the right one and to continue on with the show to potentially and hopefully keep you entertained, keep you motivated and also um, keep giving you ideas to grow your business. You know, if that's not right now, that uh, that you can apply these when things do turn around. Because one, one thing is for sure, that when things do turn around, if you're in a position to run your photography business, then there's going to be a big call for photography. That is for sure. I'll have some other announcements and bits and pieces on the other side of the interview, but uh, let's get in or let's get on with the rest of the episode. And now, a macro look at our last episode. In last week's episode, I interviewed Yakov Smart. He is the author and expert who understands and knows LinkedIn marketing in ways that I had no idea about. Uh, he really is an expert. I felt like I was out of depth at certain parts of that interview with Yakov, but I've heard from listeners that have had a chance to listen to that episode that they really enjoyed it. They loved what Yakov had to share. One particular listener and member, Arek Rangechulp from Melbourne, he was interviewed for episode 345 of the podcast. He attended a live presentation by Yakov out here in Australia last month and said he really knows his stuff. So again, 
Get back and have a listen to that interview on LinkedIn if that's something that you want to learn more about, want to utilize in your marketing, or just want to explore a little more. You're listening to Photo Biz Exposed with your host, Andrew Helmich. Alrighty, we're going to jump into this interview with Mark Clarice in just a second. If you are hearing this announcement, it does mean you are listening to the free version of the podcast. Now, I will be saving a large portion of the second half for premium members only. So if you're loving what Mark shares in the first half of this interview and you want to hear the rest of it, head over to photobizx.com forward slash try. And for $1, you can get a 30-day trial membership. You can hear the full interview with Mark today. You can get access to the full back catalog. And of course, I will add you to the members Facebook group, which is one of the most friendly, supportive and helpful photography business groups you will find anywhere online. photobizx.com forward slash try if you want to check that out. Welcome to another great time for business. It's time for Andrew's special guest. Hey, it's Andrew here, and I'm recording from my front balcony here in Terrigal. I've got Mark Clarice up from Melbourne with me, and funnily enough, I I emailed Mark last week and suggested he come on the show for an interview. He's been a a PhotoBizX member for, I think, three or four years now, maybe even longer, and uh, he's always super positive in the group. He's always contributing, and I've also been able to see, and you, you may have noticed this if you are a premium member, that Mark has transitioned from weddings into commercial photography, videography. I think he's also doing a bit of drone work and he's really sort of changed his business model. And he seems to be going from success to success. So I sent him an email, hit him up for an interview, and it turns out that he was actually coming up to Newcastle to photograph a wedding. And he's here with me in person right now. He's going to join Linda and I for dinner. And I thought, and I thought, why not record an interview while he's here? So, Mark, welcome. Thanks, Andrew. Yeah, uh, what a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> Funnily enough, when you turned up, so I'm guessing that's a hire car. It is. I saw you walking in with a suitcase. I was like, does he think he's staying tonight? Because uh, uh, the bed's not made. <laughs> oh, did I not ask you that? Sorry. <laughs> So what's the go with the suitcase? <laughs> well, it's got a couple of days of clothes in it, but it's got my gear. So it's got two two cameras, a gimbal, audio gear, so the bare essentials. I didn't want to check any luggage because I was shooting a wedding on Saturday. I drove straight to Tullamarine Airport in Melbourne, caught the first flight out of Melbourne up to here to uh, Sydney, drove up and uh, shot the wedding about half an hour after I arrived. <laughs> wow. So you've got two, base, two, two weddings in that suitcase? Yeah. And that's why you're not leaving it out of your sight? Yes, yeah, I'm not staying here. I'm not staying here. So you're safe. <laughs> I'm staying in Newcastle tonight, so you're safe. You, you actually get rid of me. <laughs> I was only joking. I was only, there's, there's always a bed here for you. For any, for any member, there's a bed here. Actually, I better be careful when I say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially if Linda can hear me. <laughs> um, so, so you wouldn't even leave your, your bag in the, with your camera gear and, the, and I guess the digital files from the weddings in the car, even though the car's inside. Like it's No, no, never do at home. And I do it. I mean, if I don't have my gear in the car, I leave my car unlocked all the time in Melbourne because I want to stolen. <laughs> so you but leave it unlocked. Because unlocked. Like, the so next stage is to leave the windows down. <laughs> but I haven't been uh, brave enough to do that just yet. But yeah, when I've got my gear, it, my gear basically goes with me everywhere. Um, and I've actually been talking to Ryan Teague quite a fair bit about backups and I have a Western Digital hard drive that I copy. As soon as, as, soon as I finish a wedding, all the hard drives go, everything, everything's copied to that. So audio files from my, um, my Zoom recorder goes straight into that Western Digital hard drive. All the cards get copied, the drone um, footage gets copied. So I've literally got three copies of everything before I even sort of leave the wedding. What? So you do that at the wedding or when you get home to the hotel? Yeah, basically as soon as, as, soon as the wedding's finished, as I'm sort of in the car, I'll, I'll stick a card in there and, and copy it. Wow. And then okay. the next set of lights, it's about 10, 15 minutes to do about a 128 gig card. Yeah, so right. it's pretty quick. So is that right then that you're shooting video, stills and drone by yourself by without myself. an assistant yeah. at a wedding? Yeah. That sounds insane. I used to have assistants, but um, someone would ask them a question and uh, the assistant would give them the wrong answer or have not the, not the attitude that I want them to have. So my whole, my whole vibe on the day is to be very relaxed and, and you know, just be chummy with, with the, uh, the guests and the couples and that sort of thing. And so I just find having assistants, you can't have that. Probably, probably a, bit, a bit of a control freak from that perspective. <laughs> so can you actually relax, though, if you know you're going to be getting all that different footage? No, it's crazy. No. I'm literally running from pillar to post. <laughs> but 
In my very first meeting with my couples, I say to them, this is a strategy day and I allow a buffer through each stage. So for the ceremony, I get the half an hour before the ceremony is going to start. So I know that I've got to set up my, my camera on the tripod, a monopod, um, mic up the groom and then a backup audio device into the house PA or wherever it might be. Right. So allow myself plenty of time. But are you so are you only shooting video at the at the ceremony and, and the reception for the speeches or are you doing yeah, like the whole day. The whole day. The full highlight, yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So I usually run um, I mean, that's I went across the Sony a couple of years ago because I wanted to up my video game because I was a little bit over not over, I'm trying to say this tactfully. Couples were book videographers that had a completely different style to my style. And it just it was yeah, it was it was chalk and cheese. Right, okay. And I came home from a, a Gippsland wedding a couple of years ago and I just thought, really nice guy, but he was two inches from the bride's face for like 20, 30 seconds. I've and I'm standing that. back and going, this isn't cutting it, this is not good. <laughs> and it, and it, it has an impact on my style and the way I shoot and also the couples, you know, they're, they're over it. Um, and it was, you know, it was interesting you sort of have a chat to the guests and they're like, oh, you know, we heard the photos went forever. I'm like, hey, it wasn't me. Like, I was done and dusted really quickly. Right. So it's a video guy. So I literally came home that day and, and emailed all my couples for the next six months and said hey I'm now offering video I'll be doing it in the background I was offering free slideshows and I was adding video snippets in between so I just said, okay, I'm just going to do it as a legit thing now. I'm not just going to do it as a, as a bonus for the couples. Okay, so you practice. So once you felt comfortable and confident that you're going to offer it as part of your package, yep. when you went back to those couples for the next six months, did you give them a price that they had to pay to upgrade? Yeah, yeah it, was, it, was, it was very minimal. It was more of a highlight video. How much? Uh, it was like $400. Okay, and then yep. today, if they want to do that? So it's $2,200 just for a highlight video on top right. of the photography, um, which is $39. And then, so what, and then what I do for every single wedding because couples don't know what their speeches what the ceremony is going to be like how emotional the groom's going to be like say sunday's groom the groom yesterday it is sunday <laughs> i don't know what day it is. that's monday today it's monday okay. <laughs> <laughs> um he was yeah he was super emotional like he had his back to his bride and he saw all the bridesmaids walking down and he was losing it then so you don't know the emotion that they're gonna um convey until what actually happens. Right, so, so you're I, shooting stills. I'm shooting stills with one hand and video with the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you are crazy. Um, you are earning every dollar that you're charging. I really am, yeah. Like, I get to the end of a wedding day and I'm absolutely not hip. Like, I'm yeah. not young either, so <laughs> it's all adding up. Hey, you're not old. You're not old. <laughs> oh, no, I'm pretty old. <laughs> well, see all this great. <laughs> well, how old are you? Uh, 48. Oh, well, you're not old. I'm 48 too. Oh, no, that's young. That's pretty chicken said. <laughs> So I've got a hat on, hiding all the grays. So, so what do you say? That, or what do you say to, to other photographers when you hear these younger photographers saying, "Oh, there's no way I want to be shooting. You know, when I'm 40, 49, 50. Yeah, I only started shooting weddings when I was forty-one. I didn't pick up a camera until I was forty. Right. Yeah. So yeah. how long do you see it going for? Oh, oh, I don't know. Can't rate. <laughs> Depends when I crash and burn. Um, well, the thing is to con- convert eventually into more commercial and probably become more of a consultant to commercial sort of video photo and media hang on so what do you mean consultant so off the gear when I say the gear the camera, yeah. the camera gear <laughs> yeah no, no that gear I've played in bands for 30 years there's been no gear just put that on the record <laughs> so not shooting but actually consulting yeah. to what yes. to, to commercial to businesses right so you'll go and hire the videographers the photographers yep. to do the shooting yes and you'll you'll, but you'll become an art director yeah basically yeah yeah Right. And I'm sort of doing what I've found. So it's been the last couple of years where I'm sort of trying to downscale the amount of weddings that I do and, and, and up the, the wedding, uh, sorry, the, the commercial um, component of the business. And what I've found even more recently is that a lot of businesses, and I'm finding this probably for more small to medium sized businesses, that they're so far out doing so many different things, they have so many hats on. They know they've got to be on social media, but they don't know how to execute, they don't know what to do. So that's where I go in. And, and I've literally, what I do is I'll spend. And it's a bit hard now this time of year, being the peak of the wedding season. But what I'll do is I'll spend at least half a day every Friday or every second Friday and just hit up my local businesses and just have a chat to them. Literally just go in there and say, hey, my name's Mark. I'm from a local media company. I do photography, videography. Um, what's your current social media strategy like? And most of them are like, yeah, their eyes roll back and they're like, oh, where do I start? I don't even know what to do. So they'll, And some of them that do, they'll have like a casual 
sixteen-year-old, um, you know, um, employee that will that will do it for them. So there's no there's no real strategic or marketing plan as such in regards to their social media. And I say to them, you realise it's all free. So you know, well, it's free. That social media, it's like Facebook, it's all free. Yeah, but you're not free. If you <laughs> no, I'm not free. But I'm saying to them, like, I can create the content for you, but they can utilise it. As much as they want. Yeah, but do they even know what to do with they it? Don't. If got no, it? that's the thing. They don't know. Right, so hang on. Okay, so first of all, <laughs> have you had any success doing that? I have, yes. Yeah. yeah. Much? I've had a little bit. Um, and I was just saying, Linda, before, I'm actually getting a few of those businesses that I have approached and are now coming back to me asking some more questions and asking about how they can actually make this content worth their while. So the investment, make, make the investment worth their while. So um, the first one I did was uh, just a local... I'm Danny Berwick and I approached the guys that do the Akuna Park Market and they do a night market every year. Last year was their first one and I basically just went through their, all of their socials and they didn't even have an Instagram page. I checked their Facebook page and they only had photos from the vendors that the vendors had actually taken. Right, so hang on, hang on a sec. So this is guys or a business that puts together a night market selling mm. food, food and trinkets and things? Yeah, all that sort of thing, yeah. yeah. And they didn't have actually any, they didn't have anything at all to showcase the night market. Right. And so hang on a sec. What made you approach them? Did you realise they didn't have any social media yeah. presence? I just looked at all my local businesses and I sort of thought, okay, what's coming up soon? So I had a look at my Facebook, had a look at what events are coming up. Um, you couldn't not could Park Night Markets were coming up, had a bit of a scan. I sort of thought, okay, the only content they've got is from what, like the food truck owners have posted. There's nothing from a generic night market mm. um, position. So um, so what's the next step? You see, you see that they've got nothing. Yep. Do you email them? Do you send them a PM? Do you go and knock on the door? Um, I DM them, so I Facebook them. Um, they were super keen, straight up. Right. And then... Uh, so you, you sent them a, a DM via their Facebook page? Via their Facebook page. So yeah. you weren't friends with anyone? No, you didn't know anyone? No, just went in there, cold turkey. Just basically went in there and said, hey, my message. name's Mark. I'm a Burke resident. Um, yeah, we had a lot of feedback from, from local friends that love your markets last year. I realised you don't have any content to promote this year. And that was about a month before the market started. Right. Okay. So what was the reply from them? Yeah, great. They were positive. They are like, we want to hear more. So I sent them a couple of examples. I've done a couple of videos for some, like a, a local bar that had just opened up a new Fandangle new shop that had a, you know, ca- a cafe in there and all that sort of thing. So sent them probably my favourite three clips that I did sort of last year and this year. And they were really keen. I showed it to a couple of the other committee members. Um, and then they uh, I took, yeah, it took a little while. It took about a week or so to get back to me. And I literally just walked in there on a Sunday. I thought, it's the following Friday. If I don't act now, they're going to miss the boat. So I literally so- went in there on the Sunday and had a chat to them. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay, so was your plan then to put content together for the upcoming markets? Yes. So where were you going to get your content from if the markets weren't even on yet? Shoot the market. So actually the first, so it's over, it's every second Friday. It started early oh, November. okay, so, so it's ongoing. November, ongoing up until Christmas, until about mid-December. Okay, so you want to be there on day one day and start one. promoting it. So I said to them, I'll create, I'll, I'll literally shoot the whole, the four hours of the first market and put, put, some, put some content together in time for the next one. So basically that next week, so between myself and my editor, we sort of put a couple of pieces together for them so they could use that uh, to ha- actually even go in there and set up an Instagram page for her. Wow. <laughs> Literally go in there and... Okay, so just, just go back to the actual pitch. So I, I imagine one of those exchanges, they must have said, how much is this going to cost? Oh, yeah, yeah. So how do you answer that? Do you, do you have a price structure ready to go? Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. Which is? So I sort of say to them, I say, it depends. Look, there's, there's so many different levels. Um, we basically... I mean, the, the basic level is to go in there and basically shoot um, and then just hand over the raw footage. This is where it's very so different. On, is this raw files or is this color corrected JPEGs and video footage? Just, just video. Okay. Yeah. So the photos, the photos are an ally. I sort of approach it a bit differently. I sort of say, okay, because, and in my conversations with them, I sort of say, look, social media, have a look on your Facebook, have a look on Instagram. 80, 90% of them that you see in your feed is all videos. Right. Um, and it's the, the way the algorithms work, the videos are getting pushed a lot more. Okay. And I, I say to them, look, I'm a photographer, but I'm, I have to do video because that's what, that's what these platforms are pushing. So it just makes sense to do that. And then I'll say to them, I'll put together a, a one minute um, video and then a slightly longer one for a website. Facebook page mm-hmm. and then a stories version which is you know, just a cut of that the 16 oh, that by one, 9 one. yeah right yeah. so they've, they've got then Facebook Instagram and web content yeah so it's basically this, yeah. So there's there's essentially one main video, which is for their for their website, which is the longer one, and then I make a shorter version of that, 
59 seconds for Instagram, and then like another version of that one for stories. Right, in a okay. 16 format. Right, okay. So I'm not shooting it again or anything like that. It's just utilising the content that I've got. So I'm shooting for four hours. I'm actually getting a lot of footage. Right. Um, and then... Um, and then I sort of say to them, you know, what, what are they looking for in terms of, do they want more video, do they want more photos? So it's a bit of a balance. So I sort of give them around about 20, 30 photos and those, yeah, those two videos. And that's, is that a, classified as a collection or a package? That's a package, yeah. Right. Yeah. And the cost yeah. for that? So the cost of that is $1,200. So they go, um, so it goes $1,200 and that's basically shot and edited with no voiceover. Right. So as soon as you start adding voiceovers and that sort of thing, that's where the editing starts getting really, really tricky. So do you involved. do the voiceover? I'll do the voiceover. Because you've got a good voice. Yeah, I don't do it. <laughs> oh, you don't? No. Oh, no. so you get someone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it might be, it just might be, might be like a talking head where, you know, we do, um, I did a, a local private hospital and we did a, uh, we did a video of their new maternity ward. So I, I went to the MD and we basically, pretty much the same setup that we've got here, I've got a microphone, plugged into a Zoom, and then I'll just sort of say, well, we've got some key points that you need to talk about. So I don't do the voiceover. Okay, right. Okay. So you're getting someone that's, that fits in and knows the company, Part knows the, the market. Yeah. Okay, right. Okay. So they, and you, do you develop a script for them? In conjunction with the marketing people, yeah. So does, yeah. this costs more than obviously. That's over and above, yeah. Right. So any voiceover, so the, so the 500 is essentially just footage. Yep. Just video footage. Okay. So that's all great. So do you, do you put the, do you put a, a music track in the background? Yeah, yeah. And that's included? That's included. Okay. Um, but music, I was having a chat with somebody about this the other day, so I can spend eight or nine hours just finding the right song. That's yeah. insane. Like, right. So I, what I do now is I give them three different choices. And they choose? And they choose the, right. the, their, their favourite out of those three, because it's a nightmare. I've even gone, because I've got a music background, so I've even gone to the stage of actually buying like a, a, um, a USB keyboard and that sort of thing, and I've actually used it a couple of times, because it's just easier. If they just need something just very basic and nothing too yeah, right. um, too involved, just for a bit of atmosphere. And who, who are you using to get your music? Triple Scoop? Um, I'm using, oh, I'm subscribed to about three different. Right. <laughs> so I'm using Music Bed, I'm using Epidemic Sound, I'm using Artless I.O. Okay. So, and they all sort of, yeah, there's not one. It's like cameras, there's no perfect one. <laughs> yeah, right, okay. So you're going with that pitch. So is that price, do you give that to them uh, via DM or email? Or yeah, by email. So I use Sprout at the moment. So I basically will go in and I'll create a quote based on my discussion with them and what they want. But then I also have other options as well. So if they do want to go the voiceover, if they want to go more videos, or if they want to go something over and above that, if they want drone footage, that's all extra. Right, okay. Kind of, yeah. And is that, do you, do you cover that in that initial conversation, you know, those DMs, or are you actually yep. jumping on the phone? Um, I try and do it in person or on the phone because if you try and do that, for by email or DM, it's too much. They just get overwhelmed. Right. <laughs> I can imagine that's why. Yeah. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. So you're angling to get in the front door, get your foot in the door, yeah. suggest the idea, sell the idea, and then you want to have a face-to-face conversation. And hopefully, they might upgrade. They might realise. Oh, I actually didn't think about the voiceover is actually a really good idea because, and I think we've talked about we've, we spoke in the past about Rev, like the, the what's it called, the subscription, uh, the what's it called. The text over the video footage. Oh, yes. Okay, captions. Captions, thank you. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going. Oh, like, what geez, have we talked yeah, about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so just even something, doing something like that, you know, a lot of people weren't aware that you could do that. Oh, so that you go to com and Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay, yep. got it, got it. Okay, so let's stick with the market, people. So w- what happened in that situation? You, you go from DM to a face-to-face or a phone conversation? Phone conversation. Right. And then I'm like... Okay, so um, I'll have a chat with them, um, and they'll come back, and they actually said to me, said, look, we, we just need to get permission first. We need to get the okay from the committee because we're spending over a certain amount. I said, that's fine. Didn't hear back three days later, so I thought, okay. I sent them a couple more DMs, didn't hear anything, so I said, okay, I'm going to go in on the Sunday and just send them a message saying, I'm going to be at the market. I'm coming to see you. <laughs> Let's have a chat. Okay, so hang on. This is, this is so important and so good because in, in the group, yeah. how often do, do you say, and I, I mean, I see this all the time, where someone tries something, oh, third-party Marketing tried it didn't work. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you got to you got to go again and again and again. You've got to keep keen. You can't, you can't just give up. So no. you so you had one exchange, yeah. then you sent three other DMs, didn't yeah. go back. Yeah, <laughs> and then a phone call. Uh, the, yeah, DMs, and then a phone call, and then I sent a couple other DMs waiting for the confirmation, saying the okay and you to still go. Still hadn't ahead. had a yes didn't yet. Get a, didn't get a yes, and I thought we we're running out of time. So I just so thought, see, okay, see, I just So what there. made you think that they still wanted it? Like, oh, she I'm was super keen in her first message, and you, I think with a lot of these, you can gauge people's interest levels based on the first or second message you get from them. Right. Um, it's like usually the wedding inquiries. So, so, you, get, so you never felt like you were bugging them? Not at all, no. No. 
Yeah, right. No. So what's your mind? Is your mindset they need me, or what is your mindset? Why you keep chasing? We keep following up, following up, following up. Yeah, I think because um, in my telephone discussion with her, like we got along really, really well. Like we were, yeah, she was very open and, and very. Um, Still for professional, but um, I just got the feeling that she she was drowning basically, right? Because um, she's so she she's wanted the someone manager. to take this off her hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. her issue is that the marketing committee are made of about they're made up of like ninety year olds, <laughs> so they still want to advertise in the paper. Insta what? <laughs> Insta yeah. <laughs> On the line what? <laughs> so she's basically she she's essentially beating her head against the wall trying to get a lot of this thing over the a lot of these things over the line because they don't want to spend the money, they don't understand. You know they're still looking at you know twenty thirty years ago when it was the paper. Yes. And with these night markets, there's a lot of families. So you know your target markets there are like Facebook and. And that sort of thing. So she knows that. And just from her, she works, but she just doesn't have the time to do it. Okay. So um, that, that was, I think that's, for me, that's what got it over the line for me because I sort of thought, well, she's super keen. She knows a little bit about it, but she just doesn't have the time. Right. So that's why I even went in there afterwards. But to me, it almost feels like you're going to be giving her more work because you're going to give her all the video footage, the cuts, yeah. but she's still got to do the, the Facebook <laughs> posts, the scheduling. Yeah. Yep. And I actually just had a missed call from her before when I was having some lunch. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, so yeah. what happens? So you turned up to the night market. She yep. said, yes, I'll meet you. Yeah, so I, sh- I turned up on the Sunday, which was the week before. So the, fr- the the night market was the following Friday. I went in on the Sunday because I know that the, mar- not, the the normal day market happens on the Sunday. And I just literally, literally went in there and said, Kathy, it's Mark. How are you? And she literally just shut the door. She just she, she let me in and then she just locked the door behind us because she knew that it was – what I'd, obviously I'd, I'd created a bit of spark in what she was sort of looking for and, and knew um, that it was going to help her. So she, yeah, she turned her um, her walkie-talkies off. She locked the door and she sort of said, "Okay, talk me through this." She wanted to understand it. Right. And one of the other guys that was in there with her was one of the committee members, and he said, "Look, he has the ability to, he has the authority to actually authorize anything under a certain amount of dollars spend." Right. Which meant that we could do it. Then and there. Then and there. Right. Give him the go-ahead to, you know, to, to say, yep, let's, let's do it for this Friday. Okay. So you, in that pitch, then you're face-to-face, I get a feeling that some photographers would go, you know, give too much information, would overwhelm the client. So yep. do, you, do you, like, lay out every little tiny bit of what's going to happen, or do you keep it pretty general? I keep it really general. Like, some of the other companies or businesses that I've walked into, I had a chat to them, um, you know, their first, their first reaction is, oh, yeah, how much is this going to cost me kind of thing. And that's... So I, was, I don't go there straight away. I sort of say, well, it's, it's tiered based on what you want and what you need. Right. Um, and a lot of them don't know what they want. So, you know, and a few others are sort of, you know, they, they give you the brush off. And, I'm, you know, I, I think the average is probably, I think, one in every eight, one in every ten. You say yes. Get, you say yes. You, you actually progress. Right. You, you progress with them and, and you actually get into a conversation with them. And as I said, you're in the, early, the earlier part of but this is now so those guys start to come back and they sort of right. you know, spark their interest and a lot of them have said yeah don't want to know until Christmas is done right, okay. in the new year. so it's, it's also about timing I mean I started this in October right. so yeah a lot of people a lot of businesses are, as I said previously they're, they're, they're wearing many hats so they just don't have the time so when you say you started this in October you mean going directly targeting people yeah yeah, my, my direct um, local businesses. Right. I just thought, what do I like to do? And it's, it's a bit of a, it was a bit of a, I mean, that's whole, the whole video thing started as a bit of a passion project for me, a bit of a hobby, and it sort of developed, and I sort of thought, oh, I could add this in with weddings, because there's so many moments at weddings where you're sort of standing there, and you're just chatting, or you, you know, you might be doing nothing, just having a chin wag with whoever's there. So I just thought, I'll just quickly just get a bit of footage, like five, ten second snippets here and there. I started adding that and then just started doing more video and more video and I just sort of thought this is really cool but it was another I suppose it was just another option that I could add um, which people wanted a lot of, I mean a lot of people especially wedding clients a lot of them asked if I did video and I used to liaise with a, a videographer prior to then um, but yeah even with that like with back to the weddings kind of thing I sort of start with the, you know that highlight video and I'd go in with to every single wedding and I'd just say okay pretend that they've gone for my biggest package they've gone the works so full ceremony full speeches full formalities um, 
but then it also gives me the option to actually say to them after any day if it was a, if they had a, an absolute ball tear of a, of a speech segment they might say yeah, can we get a copy of those speeches I'll hit them up for $800 just for the speeches alright so you're you're shooting it whether or not they're paid for it yeah yeah alright oh, yes for every single couple every single wedding so even yeah. if I book the highlights sn- yeah. snippets package yeah you're shooting everything yeah because I'm there yeah, yeah and right. I say to them in, in my first meeting with them I say to them look you know we don't know what your wedding's going to be like we don't know how your speeches are going to go we don't know what your vows are going to be like we don't know how emotional or how crazy you know your wedding's going to be so I'll just cover it all off um, and if they don't go with it that's, that's totally fine like I've done it I've shot it um, you can't yeah it's always hard to go back and recreate it but yeah this way I've, I've captured it all and it's basically um, it's up to them whether they want to Right. Go down that so path. when when do you revisit the idea of pitching to the wedding clients? I'm going to come back to commercial clients yeah. again. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I, all I know the listeners probably think I've left them hanging here. <laughs> but, so when when do you revisit pitching a bigger video package to the wedding client? So in the first so in the first email they know exactly. So I've, I've gone to an other car system. So it's thirty nine hundred just photography, nothing else. And how much? Thirty nine. Right. Just for ten hours of coverage, and that's it. Um. And then I have it structured. So the highlights package will be essentially just me shooting highlights through the whole day, and that's all I get. So I get like a five to eight minute highlight to to license music. And I say they know full well from the very first meeting. That's why my first meetings go really long. (laughs) I go for like two and a half, three hours sometimes. Wow. (laughs) But I cover everything. So the idea is to get them excited. Are you doing that at home? Yeah. At your home? So they come to you? Yep. Is it a glass of wine and a beer? A couple of times. Yeah. So not all, not always. Not all the time. Yeah. Right. So it's yeah. pretty relaxed. It is very relaxed. Yeah. Um, and in a, in a, uh, a studio set up type of uh, situation, or is it up in the lounge room or the kitchen no, table? It's in the studio. So we've got a basement at home um, where Tracy, my wife, has her, her studio set up. So we've got some couches and that sort of things. I've got some albums on display, that kind right, of thing. Okay. So, so it's done professionally. Yep. Um, and we have a really good chat. I'll just sort of talk to them about their day, what they want, what they don't want. I run through a full schedule of their day. It doesn't take long, but yeah. they always walk away going, That's, we had no idea, like, even about where they're going to get ready. You know, they might book 18 months in advance and they'll, right. they haven't thought that far ahead. And I'm like, I say, I don't expect <laughs> you to have that down, but it's, um, so it's all part of that, yeah. And I'll say, these are your options. Go away, have a think about it. Like, so they have I, a printed price list in front of them? No, everything's online. I don't do any prints. So, so how are you running through these prices? Do you have it printed out? No, I'm basically just showing them. So oh, I have, I oh, have an iPad. Yeah, I have an iPad right. that, I, that I give to them. Um, so they're going through it all. And, and most most of the couples have seen it. The, I mean, I should say most of the brides have seen the pricing. <laughs> yeah. Most guys just turn up and like, oh, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. How long is this 20 minutes going to take? Yeah, two and a half <laughs> two hours. hours. Two hours later, they're still coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I used to do printouts, but I'd change my pricing all the time or just tweak it. So right. I had to keep really you shouldn't get getting these prints so is is that price list that's online is that available for everyone or that's like a hidden URL it's a hidden URL okay so you bring it out at the consultation at the moment it's hidden (laughs) last week it was all there it was all oh really so you keep changing things full pricing yeah yeah right so you keep experimenting trying yeah yeah. try to change it up and see what works and what doesn't and it's, yeah. Yep. So you go through then the, the video inclusions, the, the stills photography inclusions, the getting ready, the whole whole thing. Yep. So let's say at the end of the day they say, Mark, we want you to photograph our wedding, but we also want the highlights package. But then at the wedding you've shot the crap mm-hmm. out of it. You've got everything you need. Yes. When do you re-pitch a better video? Because they had okay. a great speech. Yeah, yeah. Usually that'll happen on the wedding night. Really? Yeah. So I'll right. say them. And I'll That's gauge, a great time. Yeah, it is because they're they're on they're on high from the speeches and that sort of thing, and and I'll actually so I'll have another camera that's set up at the person that's doing the speeches, but I'll actually stand probably five to ten meters away from the couple um, and just get any reactions like from when maid of honors or maids of honor, I should say, maids of honor. I think that's right, maids of honor, maids of honor, <laughs> maids of honor, um, plural maid of honor, the bridal party. <laughs> yeah, the bridal party. <laughs> so the two main ones, the best man when they do these speeches, usually there's, there's a bit of you know. There's a bit of uh, cringeworthy. <laughs> yeah, it's a good reactions. Comes out. Good reaction. So I stay with the couple. So you get a, a pretty good idea in terms of what they're going to like, what they're not going to like, and that sort of thing. So I usually say to them after the speeches, that was a crack. Like, that was really, really good. So sort of just get their mind tweaking at that, right. at that point. And then um, in their highlights, what I'll do is I'll, if there was a really good one, I'll add it in my sneak peek after the wedding day. It's so like I'll do like a 40-second video highlight. Right. Just a few cuts of the day and maybe five seconds of one of the speeches just to remind them so I can keep revisiting it yep. while they're on honeymoon <laughs> and then uh, and so I'll change my back end I've changed my back end a little bit I was getting him to come in seeing everything doing the album 
um, reveal the video and the online gallery and a lot of them sort of said to me this is too much can we go away can we go away and have a think about the album because I designed it to the day um, and what I found it was taking forever it was taking too long so what I started doing recently which part was taking too long the, the actual sales part of that coming back to me with their album design changes right okay yeah so I wanted to get them when they were fresh from the honeymoon show them a slideshow or their video show them the online gallery show them the album design it's like hey people are here to do the album design and I would say that in their email mm-hmm. so they knew that we were going to do it then but they were like oh we need more time to look at it right so I've changed my tact a little bit over the last couple of months so when they come back from the honeymoon I'll send them the link to everything they've got a week to sit on it at home they come in we actually dedicate a time and a date then they come in and do the album design changes they pay for the upgrades there and then they get like 30% off Right, okay. If they take so, longer, they pay full price. So they might have got, say, a, I don't know, is it a 40-sided album, for example, yeah. included? Yep. Okay. I'll do 20 sides. Okay, 20-sided yeah. album. And then you're going you're to design a 40 or 50 or 60-sided album? Yeah, based on the day. Yep. And if they take it as it is, they get 30%. Or whatever they upgrade, they get 30%. They, off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Nice. Off okay, that. so it's yeah. a good incentive to do it then and there. Definitely, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the video, when do they say yes to that, if so, they're going to? Yeah, so they've had. So I mean, this is all. As I said, this is all new, and I'm literally about to do my first couple next week. Oh, oh right, sorry, okay. this week. This takes right. Monday. Yeah, <laughs> this week, this Thursday. So they've come back from their honeymoon. So I've sent last week, last Tuesday, I sent them all of their online links and all that sort of thing, album proofing, all that sort of thing. So they know that when they come back, when we meet again on Thursday, that they have to fork out the. I think it was 900 over above for the album design. Right. Oh, because they've seen the album design. I've seen the album design as we've done. And were they getting just the highlights video package? Yeah, just highlights. So when will you sell them on the idea of getting a full video package, or won't you? I'll I'll sort of... I'll leave that one based on just the, the, I suppose, the email communication from after the wedding day up until we meet mm-hmm. so I'll sort of and I yeah I'll sort of get a fair idea on their feeling on what the speeches were like and the full video right. but I'll still offer it so um, you know before when we, when we drafted the email in regards to how much their over and above album spend is um, and they know that you know for the speeches it's $800 for the for the full ceremony it's $800 right. over and above what they've already paid right so if they do want it they know that they're, they're the prices and that's there in front of them they can see yeah. that Right, yep. okay. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. The So how much is your average client spending with you now for weddings? It must it's, be up there. It's keep, yeah, it keeps moving. It's, it's up to about six and a half now. Right. Um, and having said that, though, I've had a couple of weddings this year where I've actually gone well and truly below my 3900 because I got on with the couple so well, and we still we still chat now. Like the groom still sends me messages, messages now and that sort of thing. So, and that's actually ended up being my favourite wedding of the year so far. Yeah, but hang on, how would you end up discounting it? Because they couldn't afford you, and you said they couldn't afford me. Yeah, I was right. way out of there. Right, and it was sort of like a friend of a friend of a friend kind of thing. So we knew knew the family. Right, got them in, had a chat to them, and I said to Trace at the end after that consult, I said I want to book them. I said I'll even do it for free because <laughs> we got oh, wow. on that well. Right, and really good looking couple. So I thought, I oh, know that's politically not correct, but I'm just like stuff that. <laughs> Just you want them on your website, have, and they're actually on yeah. my on my logo on my website. And oh, I'm, really? I did a wedding fair, Yarrow Valley Wedding Fair, which is your equivalent to the Hunter Valley up here. Um, and they're on like a big perspex. Right. Um, so you're getting maximum usage out yeah, of those well, photos. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and nice. even one of the videos, yeah, uh, the video that I that I did of that wedding was yeah was was a ball terror. It was really really it was a cracker. So Unreal. I've got a lot out of that one. So in terms of that, I sort of there's a bit of I, I think there's a bit of flexibility. Yeah, 39 my my base but if I think there's potential I'll I'll come down to 35 32 okay yeah premium members of Photobiz Exposed hear more of the best photography business strategies from every guest Mate, we, we better wrap this up because yeah. Linda's going to have dinner ready for us. Oh, Mate, massive thanks for sharing everything you have. I, and you're always such a positive light inside the members' Facebook group. I know awesome. that um, the listeners, the, 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 the PhotoBizX members, will hit you up with follow-up questions on, on what you're doing, how you're doing it. We're going to follow along, see how, how Chili Media develops. Yeah, cool. And, uh, mate, it's, it's been a real pleasure. Thank thanks. you. Sorry about the verbal diarrhea and going from pillar to post, but hopefully it made some sense. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, mate. Thanks again. We're going to have some dinner. Thanks, Andy. Andrew, looking forward to it. Cheers. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Mark Clarice. Mark, if you're listening again, mate, thank you so much for, for dropping by, for joining Linda and I for dinner. 
that night and for saying yes to to recording an interview. I had a great time chatting to you, mate, and uh, I'm sure the listener got a ton from what you had to share. And yeah, for you, the listener, I hope that's true. I hope you did get a ton from Mark. I don't know if you would be tempted at all to tackle video and stills for your clients. Uh, It's something that does not appeal to me at all. If that does appeal to you, that idea of shooting both stills and video, and you haven't tried it before, and you are practicing social distancing, you have some time in your hands, you're with your family, this could be the perfect time to try it. You know, document your experience at home with your kids, with your loved ones, shoot stills, shoot video, learn some editing. This could be another quiver that you add to your bow, something that you can offer clients down the track. And of course, if you have any follow-up questions for Mark and you're a premium member, hit him up inside the members Facebook group. You'll find him there for sure. And if you're listening to the free version of the podcast, you do have the comments area of the show notes. If you do have a follow-up question for Mark, hit him up there. The show notes for this episode are at photobizx.com forward slash 354. Now in those show notes, I've got some examples of Mark's work. I've got links to anything and everything that he mentioned. It's all there in that one spot in the show notes. You're listening to the number one photography business podcast with Andrew Helmich, photobizx.com. Before we close out today's episode, I wanted to let you know that Joel Dunn, he is the photography business coach who was a superstar interview guest a couple of months ago. Definitely get back and have a listen to Joel if you haven't heard the interviews with him. He was scheduled to present at the AIPP for the Victorian AIPP, and it's been postponed because of the coronavirus. But what he set up instead is a free webinar to help you with your mindset in regards to what's going on right now. Some of the topics that he's going to be covering in the webinar are some simple and quick mindset habits you can implement into your day-to-day to relieve stress and anxiety, how to start and finish your day focused and present, how to stay positive in the midst of chaos, how to thrive moving forward, and things you can do now to set up your business for success when this passes. So I've got a link to the webinar in the show notes. Click on that register for the webinar. If you can't make the live session because it is uh, based on Australian local times, I know that uh, Joel will be sending out a replay as well if you can't make the live presentation. But it sounds great. And this is this is Joel's specialty. You know, he is a mindset and business coach for photographers. I'm sure if anyone can help you at the moment with what you're going through mentally, it's going to be Joel. Alrighty, that is it for this episode of the podcast. Don't forget to check out the coronavirus resource page over at photobizx.com forward slash CVR. I'll keep adding to that as I see new things pop up that I think might be relevant to you. And of course, don't forget if you're on the $20 per month membership, jump onto the six-month membership. I'll credit back your last $20 payment. It's my way to make PhotoBizX as affordable as possible for you through this period. I'm looking forward to talking to you inside the members Facebook group if you're a premium member. And no matter where you are in the world, please stay safe, stay healthy, stay well. I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now. If you have enjoyed this episode, head to photobizx.com. Join the conversation, leave a comment and share your thoughts on the interview with Andrew and today's special guest. 